under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. a story. A story about an event. An event that changed our world. This story begins as most do. With a dream. And as the dream grew, so the legends. Legends are larger than life giants. And warriors who brought the world to their feet. Legends of men made from iron. And others who braved ladders that reached the sky. of the dead rising and fearless leaders who are mightier than you could ever imagine. A place where fire touched the stars and millions came together all for one glorious night. And with these moments frozen in time What's next? Welcome. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. We have turned off the lights except for this grown and sexy lamp right behind me. In the studio, we have Mr. Spotlow. We have Mr. Ross. Hey, what's going on? And we have Mr. Wood. Word. How you doing, Mr. Wood? It is WrestleMania weekend. But then on top of WrestleMania weekend, we have Auburn in the final four. Now, say, that's what I'm fired up about. Well, I know you are. I I thought you guys were at football school. I did, too. Until we hired Bruce Pearl and he put in the work. Wow. It's incredible. I was lucky enough to go and see him in person earlier this year. Uh, my uncle invited me, and he had some extra scholarship seats to live in the high life up you know, where the air is crisp. Mm-hmm. Actually, down on the court where it's nice and sweaty. Um, and it's a great setup. I got to see him uh, play New Mexico State, who, I wasn't wrong, New Mexico State's point guard will probably be an NBA star, and they did pretty well in the tournament. for. Uh, they were like a 16th. What seed were they? No, no not we exactly didn't, sure. We didn't play. No, uh, that was a uh, uh, no Murray State. Murray State. Yeah, I'm New Mexico State. Who's Auburn? Uh, is who Auburn played? In the That's first who they round. played in the first round. Right. Uh, Murray State. Uh, yes, that cat. Uh, man, I can't. Uh, oh, there's an A in there. But but anyhow, that cat can is, play. He can ball, Jack. But seeing Auburn, I'm telling you. I was right there courtside and seeing Auburn in person. You saw what we've seen in the tournament is just dominant, like dynamic lineups. Everybody, even the big men, are fast, quick, can play the whole floor. It's a darn good team. I did not expect this. I'll be honest with now, Auburn getting this far in the tournament. Now, now here's my question: What are you? What are the chances do you give them against Virginia? I think pretty good, actually, because I think because of what I just said, that they can run the floor with whatever lineup, you know, cycle guys in, keep a fresh lineup. Uh, it should be pretty dominant. Comes down to this. If Auburn can make Virginia start running up and down the court, 
they'll beat them by 20. They'll beat them just as bad as they beat Kansas. Yep. If Auburn lets Virginia control the tempo Slow and it turn it into a half-court game on both ends, it's going to be a nail-biter. Because Virginia's big. I give they? Auburn yeah. better than yeah. a 50%. But that's Virginia's. I mean, that's that's their mo. Is they they get back fast on defense. They make you set up, and then they walk the ball up the court. That's how Ole Miss beat Auburn twice this year. Slow the pace down. Yep. But if Auburn ever gets to running, if they ever get you to running with them, you are toast, Jack. You are freaking toast. What? Quickest team in the NCAA right now fastest team in the NCAA. I mean, Brandon, you don't want to argue with this. Listen to this man's passion, Mr. Well, Wood. Well, well, that's that's all good and fine, but my team's up, my team's in it for the what? Eighth or ninth time? Uh, oh, you Michigan, Michigan State? State? Yep. That's the team that can beat Auburn because they're good yeah. enough and those guys are big enough. They're like a uh they're like a disciplined Kentucky team. Right. They've got the athletes a- and they've got Ten times the coach that Kentucky has, but but you got to put it together in in, in those final yeah. seconds. So that, yeah. it's it's going to be great to watch Saturday. No. Michigan you, State scares the crap out. Let me of ask me. something very important though, Southernwood. Okay. I'll be watching the Auburn game. I think. Well, Seth, you haven't said much here. You're going to be watching the game. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which means he's going right. to be at a concert. <laughs> right. Now, me and my kid are doing some family stuff. Okay, I think. that's understandable. That's understandable. It's more family than watching Auburn basketball. The man is wearing a tool shirt. Oh, yeah, look at this. It's as big as yours. Oh, wow. <laughs> You've been really walking around town wearing that? Nice. Yep. That is, I've never seen today. a wrench like that before, but I have an important question for you, I, Mr. She, Wood. <laughs> I mean, y'all just saw the passion right there. Game's on at 5.09 our time right tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Have you prepared your home? And I'm not talking about the people that'll be watching with you. Have you removed all sharp objects from the watching area? And also spoons. People don't realize how much damage you can do with a spoon. Gouge. Mm-hmm. I, I do pretty good. Uh, I have a lot of commentary. I generally like to watch basketball games by myself. I'm, I mean, and Brandon, you you won't understand we call this. Patch when he loses one down here. I actually am a basketball fan first before I'm a football fan. Love Ooh. Auburn football. Love Auburn now football. That, now that Go is to the different. Games, that is different. Cheer, holler. I'm a basketball fan, but when I'm watching a basketball game, do not be around me. I don't want people at my house. Is it because you played basketball when you were it's, younger? It, it might be, but it's because I understand the sport. I love the sport because basketball is the truest sport out there. Hmm. You have to have both intelligence and you have to be athletic. Okay, I'm telling you, and for all of you uh, offensive right tackles, left tackles, right guard, left guard. Sure. Yeah. Nothing against you. It don't take a whole lot of smarts to push that guy out of the way. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Until you get to maybe the NFL level. Basketball is, schemes. well, you know, you have to know which one to push. So it goes from push that guy out of the way to you push that guy, well, and I, this one's going to come over. And I do notice you didn't call out any sinners. Because those no, dudes need the, to be pretty quick. Because the center is the only one that's got to be smart. Because when you go to the line, the center says, hey, uh, hey, you push that guy. Right. Hey, Pre- you, snap you push that guy. But you think everybody in basketball really needs to be on top of the Basketball, team. you have to be... It is something about... It's almost like ballet. Hmm. Because, I mean, you when, you when you play it, all five members... I was thinking about this today. Uh, you know, in football... The uh, the left tackle is never going to pass the bas- the football. He's never going to run the football. Right. He's never going to defend a pass right. ever or catch the ball either. The, Maybe sometimes by accident. You know, the middle shouldn't. linebacker is never going to throw a pass. Right. The middle linebacker is never going to run the ball. I see your point. You need to be an all around player. You need all the skills. Yeah. Basketball. Even if you're the center, at some point you have to dribble the ball. You have to right. pass the ball. You have to rebound the ball, and you have to shoot the ball. You do every part of the skill in basketball, no matter what position. Now you may do some of them at a more elevated. Level. You know, level yeah. than than others. If you're the point guard, sure, you're going to pass the ball more and 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 shoot longer shots. Right. But that's what makes Auburn a beautiful team. Is even their big guys. Yeah. 
per se. Especially I mean, being right on the floor and seeing them in person. It's incredible the team Bruce Pearl's assembled. They're running the court, and that's why uh, Zion Williams, that is what is that cat is the best college basketball player I have ever seen in my life. Now, now, but see, here's, here's the <laughs> that thing. That was the weakest high five ever. No, whoa, whoa. it's because that's a serious statement. That cat <laughs> can run the court, pass the ball. Yeah, listen to the passion. He can shoot the ball, and he can a lot of passion, freaking a lot of passion. touch his head on the rim. He is, he is Michael Jordan mm-hmm. plus... Magic Johnson, but minus the AIDS, but but <laughs> but but HIV, dude. We what, can what, do math here. He's what, 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 but but, but two things. Same thing that stopped LeBron is the same thing that's going to stop him. A big yes, head. yes. You can be a a great player, but when you run up against a great team like Michigan State, well, I hope it's Michigan State Auburn in the final. Oh, that would oh, be fantastic. Oh, man, I that would Texas be great. Tech beats them because that's going to be trouble for all. No, I want the best possible challenge. I that's, really do. I don't no, want a fluke. No, I don't want a technicality. No. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying we don't want this. But here's the thing. You're talking about, like, all-around athletic ability. And we're boring everybody. I'm very passionate about this, but most people no, but here's don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Here's the thing. About. If you tune in to, well, NXT TakeOver New York is tonight. It's like the minor leagues for the WWE. And the guys that they have performing are spectacular. You talk about all-around athletic ability. There's one kid named Velveteen Dream. And he kind of has this gimmick that he's like Prince. He wears yeah. like the three-eyed glasses and he's a little exaggerated and effeminate his motions. But when he gets into the ring and he starts performing, this dude does crazy acrobatic stuff. Um, and it's remarkable. It's it's just absolutely remarkable. Well, well you, have to, you have to think of the medical technology and stuff nowadays. Now you can get wrestlers to kind of take care of themselves a little more. That and, <laughs> that, that, that and not the drugs anymore. Well, and what's amazing, you know, I had this thought, is like I always am amazed when the people around me or the people indirectly related to me, like in circles here in Alabama, in Montgomery, in Auburn, like places you live and you work at and you just play every day, to see those folks on national television, it was bizarre for me to see Jeff Sessions up as the Attorney General. It just was. Like, it will be bizarre to see Auburn, those guys I saw, actually on the national stage. And you, there's so many big names. I well, think Alabama gets taken for granted. You bring up injuries. Yeah. The guy that everybody goes to in all of sports, NFL, NBA, wrestling, WWE uses them all the time, it's Dr. Andrews in Birmingham. That guy mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's time for, I don't know, there's all sorts of jokes about the state of Alabama, well, and some of it is very much deserved, but Alabama does have a lot going on, and if this state got good leadership, and, and I'm not just talking politically, I mean, generally, this state does have a lot going on and could be even better, but we'll see. Yeah, but um, I recently went through that, what you were talking about just a second ago, you know, seeing someone that I see here locally on TV, uh, our, our very own DeAnthony Turner was recently on uh, BET's uh, show Boomerang. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was on there. Awesome. Like two episodes back, he was on. He oh. played the uh, boyfriend. Oh. And it was just Go weird. Seeing, it was weird seeing him on TV play like a bad guy. I was like, <laughs> I know him. It's so cool. Like the idea of this this person, you know, like we've had DeAnne on the show here. Yeah. And to see, it's not that far away. Like, all this stuff seems so far away, so unattainable. But it's one step. Right. And it just takes that one step, that one shot, that one opportunity, that and one you're there. Leap, that one leap of faith. Yeah, right. like, the comedy show you went to, the dude that was the opener, the main guy that I opened for, Yeah, he, like a couple months after that, opened for Doug Stanhope. Right. Ooh. I mean, he's, he's running around with Brian Posehn and all these guys, and I see his Facebook, and I'm like, ah! Well, and it just leads me to believe there's no really, really no such thing as an overnight success. Oh, of course not. Of course not. I mean, but, but, unless but, you win the lottery. Well, no, you know? no, but YouTube and social media have changed that. Because it doesn't, because remember, our generation, Soldier Boy was like one of the first internet sensations. Just made up a right. dance on the internet <laughs> right. and sold a million records. Remember that stupid dance? <laughs> sold a million records, you know. You! You know, you going left, right. You know. Oh, man. But that seems so long ago. Yeah. But 
I mean, so many people have made a career out of it now. Petey Pablo was before that. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. He had that shirt in his fist. Well, see, to, to, make it, to make a dance to go viral like that, you got to make it where white folks can do it. Is the thing, Brandon. What? Why people were able to do that? It's pretty be, simple. That's why you got to do. It's got to be Cupid. simple enough. Shuffle. Oh yeah, Cupid. Oh God! And um. you have to sing the song and say to the left, to the left, <laughs> to the left, <laughs> to the right, to the right. Now kick, kick. I mean, you have to give the instructions in the song. And, and the funny thing is, it's basically just the ghetto hokey pokey. Wait, hold on, gentlemen. Seth feels like it looks like he's in pain at the no, moment. I'm thinking. You're thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking. Do you not know how to dance? Uh, no, very, very terrible. You're terrible. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I get a little freaky, but I mean, it's, it's. I that was back when I used to drink and all that stuff. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so you thought you could dance, but you really no, didn't no. I, dance. I could. I mean, I, hey, man, who would you, when you have a birthday party for some lady and you need a crappy stripper, you call me. Oh yes. wow! <laughs> I'm glad. Oh my god! I'm glad you've grown up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, you take the boxers, flip around backwards, so you're you gonna flip out the flop, yeah, and then you flap. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I'm just glad um, you quit drinking. Yeah, <laughs> Seth, <laughs> that's a good decision. Me, Hold on, I got one for you. I'm gonna find it. Just give me a second. Okay. No, while you're no. doing that, I, you brought up the dances. word freaky. Don't bring up the river da- like Lord of the Dance. No, oh god, it's way better. No, than that. I don't need any Irish crap in here. Copperheaded Road. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, Southernwood. You ever been to a hoot nanny? Yeah, I've been to a throwdown. Hoot nanny. I didn't mean a throwdown. I mean a hoot nanny and a hoedown. Big difference. Hoedown. I mean, whatever you want to call it. You I've, heck, I've been to a clogging before. No, this man has told me the legend. We talk about the legend of WrestleMania, the Ooh. showcase of the immortals. God, I have heard hold a candle. I have heard the, the legends of Southern Wood shaking his tail out on the dance floor, cutting a rug, making all the ladies. I'm not one to brag. You no, right, on top. sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's, here's your horn. Go ahead and toot it. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. He <laughs> Darn tootin'. Is, he is a merry man now. Oh, no, but it's good to reminisce. It gets, you know... Gets people know, like, feeling I mean, like feeling their oats, feeling look, their youth, remembering the good I'm married and I'm happily youth. married. A long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I really am. And and my wife, she knows how full of crap I am, but she knows the truth, and she knows that at one point in my life, believe it or not, women would come up to me when I was taking a breather Here at the bar. Wait for it. And I was trying to drink a beer and I was sweat running out of my cowboy hat. And they would bump me and say, will you get out there and dance again so I can look at your butt? And I'd be like, okay, baby. <laughs> and I'd go out there and I'm just telling you. I mean, rhinestone cowboy. Hey, that's, all, that's all I was waiting on. Boot scoop. You can't, you can't hide from the truth. I did. We did the boot scoop boogie one night. Me and my friend Pew. And me and P-Style, we were going rail to rail over the whole dance floor, <laughs> cleared the whole dance floor off, and was doing that line dance and tearing up ropers. Man, and people really? were just standing there and all. So, 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 wait a minute, Seth. Tell us about your youth. Mm-hmm. You don't want to know about mine. Why? Because it, it just... It's not as interesting as this. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, and I know you can't hide from me, Joseph. Oh, uh, my youth was boring. Really? I wish it wasn't as boring. No, my youth was just one Eeyore moment after another Eeyore. I believe it. One, one soccer mom after yeah, yeah, no, go out and do no, something? No, 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 let's just stay at home. No. Well, and when I try to go out and do something, Except it just Except when you got arrested badly. by the police. I didn't get arrested. You got arrested? I didn't get arrested. Detained. I got held at gunpoint. Oh, they didn't Big arrest difference. us. They Cuffs just, and guns. They just threatened to you, kill us. You, you know what? I, I, I think I'll take the arrest better. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and honestly, I know last time you were on the show, I, I don't completely buy, I don't want to get deep into this, but I don't completely buy some of the the overarching narrative of police brutality mm-hmm. in certain types. But I will say this. In that moment, I was like, it's probably... A good thing that me and my five other friends look like kind of skinny white kids from a Catholic school. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Because I got a feeling yeah. if we weren't, we would have been shot. A pretty <laughs> Brandon would have had a different outcome. Oh, oh yeah. Been him oh, yeah. Well, no, because what happened is we were making a movie. We were making a movie, and we we're over at my buddy's, one of my roommates right now, Andrew's father's AC place. And that office is right there on Highland Avenue. So not a Great part of town. Okay. 
And uh, but we were allowed to use the facility. We'd been given permission, and we're in the back, and we're doing kind of a cops and robbers movie. It's called Smith and Wesson. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and a great name. I man. know, yeah, a great name. And I was weeks to come up with that one. And you know, we had airsoft guns with the big orange tips on them. And I actually had on all black and a black paintball mask. Yeah. And I'm holding the airsoft Uzi with the big orange tip. But I, other than the big orange tip, I look pretty cool. And uh, you know, we do this thing where they pull around the the back into the gravel back parking lot, and I'm guarding the door, and the guys are coming in with the loot and the money. We're shooting all these scenes, and then we see one of the guys mentions there's a there's a cop car that just pulled up. We should maybe we're being too loud or something. Uh, let's put the camera up. Let's just relax for a second, and we do that, and then we hear coming around the corner. It's all gravel, gravel driveway into this gravel back parking lot, pretty small. Mm-hmm. We're all leaning on the car in the back, and we hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And then around the corner come three uniformed police officers. Uh, one probably like six foot five officer, uh, probably about like a five foot eight woman, and then another officer about six foot. And they all have their guns like r- trained and ready to go. Like they're not just coming up to see what's going on. Like they're ready to go. Shoot. Yeah. But this is hard to explain to the radio audience, but I can explain to you guys. They all have their guns trained, and then for a second, when they turn the corner and see us, their guns all drop for a second, and the sound probably was like, what the hell is it? Oh, and then they put the guns back up at us. And then they're like, what are you doing? We're like, this is my dad's place. We're just making a movie or whatever. And and so these first three officers are like, oh, okay, they're talking to us. But then a fourth officer comes hauling butt around the corner. Get on the ground! Get on the ground! We're all like, okay, we'll get on the ground. Glad I wore a diaper today. And, like, cops start coming from all around the perimeter. This was like a raid. Yeah. Yeah. They had it covered where nobody was going to run away. And so finally it gets all cleared up. Obviously, there was no reason for them to do that. We're like, why did you guys do this? There's a huge reason for them to do that. Why did you do this? And it said the neighbor... No, you're called in an armed robbery. <laughs> well, well, this this is the that's thing. how good our movie this is. Yeah. The thing. Wait, wait a minute, this is the thing. You had your Justin Timberlake Super Bowl moment. Like Justin Timberlake <laughs> was Mr. Rocket. He was Mr. Rocket Body until he pulled that thing off, off off Janet Jackson. And next thing you know, he appeared at the press conference with a three button suit. Right. Uh, I do apologize for my actions. Well, uh, may we take any questions? But then, if you find, I could find the video. It's on Angry Pirate Productions on YouTube. Oh. The third Smith and Wesson. We made three of them. And the third Sweet. one, we went all out. And there's one part. Where you can see around the corner, before we ever noticed the police had shown up, a van, like a nondescript van, it sort of poked its head, nose out from around the corner to where the driver's window could see around the corner. And it pulls back slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't and know at that point, I'm in scene standing guard on the door again in all black with the black paintball mask holding the airsoft Uzi. And so after they have accosted us and got us on the ground, but everything's cleared up, this one officer walks up to me and goes, I had a shot on you, son. Yeah. Almost took you down. You better be careful. Now, when I've told this to, say, people that have been high up in the police department, they, the guy just shook his head. That's just unnecessary to even say anything like that. Um, because it did kind of rattle but, but me But it's, it's one of those things that they're going to... A lot of officers will make the excuse, well, his adrenaline was gone. It was in the moment. He was a little emotional. Well, the, a captain showed up, and actually, you could tell he wasn't happy with what had happened. And you could hear one of the lower-level officers saying to him, but, you know, sometimes the criminals put the orange tape on the on the tips of their guns, which I'm sure is true, but it's like... I can't even make a, a harmless, stupid high school movie uh, for a project. Well, well I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Not even a year and a half ago... A, a teenager, a black teen yeah, in Texas, Tamir Rice was Dunner. was shot to death. Was that Texas or I thought that was Ohio? Tamir Rice, young no. kid. Yeah, young kid. I think it was Texas. I, but correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But he yeah, was. That's beside the point. He, I know what he you're was, talking about. He was yeah. literally playing in his yard with a toy gun. Right. 
And an officer just rolled up and lit into this kid. Right. Didn't even say police, freeze, nothing. He just raised his gun and just started lighting this kid well, up. You just, you never know. You were you in a rough know. neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you, I don't live far from there now. Well, it I do. I seriously do hear gunshots at constantly. Sometimes. I'll say this. Bad. At the time that that happened to you, there probably would be a different result if it, you did that today. In right. 2019, because that was 06, that, 07. That yeah. area has gone so far down. Yeah, it's unfortunate. There would be more, a lot more suspicion. It wouldn't be like this doesn't sound right. It would be somebody's, yeah, you know, right. robbing the place. Well, and it's just there wouldn't a, be any doubt in the officer's mind at this point. Well, that was the first time I was held at gunpoint by the police. There's a dude in that same little place that. I've been trying to get a gas tank from, then just won't answer the door <laughs> for like two months. I go over there all the time. He's scared, man. Uh, or he's it. hiding something. E- either or, either he or. stole my gas but, tank. I mean, that was the first time I was held at gunpoint by the police. Ooh, there, the first time? Yeah. There was a second time. I was in Auburn. Well, that was completely not your fault, though, the second time. You had absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah, that. no, the second time, I'm like, it's a lazy Sunday morning <laughs> at, in my apartment at Auburn, uh, Magnolia Woods, and. I'm like, man, my place is filthy. Look at, like, 20 wine bottles, Joey. 20! Wine bottles? What are you, like a 70-year-old woman? <laughs> no, I don't have any cats. Never have. Um, and so I'm like, I need to clean this place up. I need to clean this place up. And so I, like, get all the wine bottles and a bunch of garbage bags, get all the other trash, clean up the kitchen, and, you know, I put the bags by the, the door. And I pick up, it's like two, three, four of them. And I open up the door, and I take one step down off the stoop and I look to my right and there is a SWAT officer with a, a assault rifle like right in my face. Um, and I drop the guard bags and go, oh, hi. Uh, what, what, hi, what's up? What did I do? <laughs> and, and then a blue clothes cop comes around and goes, come here, son. I'm like, okay. And he just like, sit down. So I sit there quietly for like five, ten minutes and I finally get up, you know, the nerve to go, hey, Hey, officer. Yeah. Like what? Like what's going on, man? Like why? Why am I sitting here? Why are there? Why was the gun in my face just a second ago? It's like we get a call that you know somebody's being held hostage. You can go back inside your apartment. And finally, I go back inside, and then about thirty minutes later, they knock on the door. Is there some place you can go? Like, I suppose. <laughs> I can go anywhere you tell me well, to. And so, Mr. Man, I'm like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go to like the library or the coffee shop or something. I don't know. Well, well, well see, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the alternate version of that scenario, number one, once we're told to sit down, and shut up. <laughs> we're, not, we're not asking any questions. Oh, no. I, we're, we're just, we're, we're thinking in the back of our heads. I hope he doesn't turn around and think I'm a part of this. Right. <laughs> well, no, and I did, like, for a good five, ten minutes, I listened and was like... Oh, no, that would have been quiet. me for the next two hours. <laughs> right. If, if it had took two well, hours, no, I'd have just been there how, quietly for two hours. This is how serious they were taking it. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. You want me to just go to my car? He's like, no, wait up. We're going to give you an escort. So, like, I'm walking to my car with a SWAT officer, his back to my left shoulder. As I'm walking slowly to my car, his gun's still trained on some door a few doors down. And I can hear him like, oh, we got a guy leaving here. We're at, we've asked him to leave. He's in a silver Hyundai. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, let him through. And finally, it all ends eventually. They, like, raid some apartment, flashbang it, and there's nobody in there. And so finally, the later in the night, the real story gets sold to me by the neighbors. That what they they got a call that a guy who's probably a drug dealer is holding his girlfriend hostage, and so they acted accordingly. So basically, some made for TV movie type stuff, and they were like, "Oh my God, we've got action!" But Let's then go. apparently, the real story I was told by some of the neighbors is that the girlfriend, who I was like they were estranged or had a fight or something, called in that hostage call. Uh, on the guy, and the guy got wind of it and left town. Smart. And he was a drug dealer. Well, okay. <laughs> so so I smart. mean, there is something to it, but it's just like, my, I, I'll put it this way, that when I hear those situations and how difficult they can be, I do, you know, get, I understand what it's like to be held at gunpoint, 
by the police, but I was like, man, I do not want that job. I oh no, oh no, what a difficult job. But, but you know what? Yeah. They, they they made a point of saying it takes at least twelve years of school to become any kind of doctor or medical practitioner. This is where we completely agree. But it only takes what a year and a half of training to become an officer. Well, and y'all know me. Yeah, I am not it's closer to like six months. Oh wow! Yeah, and y'all so know me. I am. Worse. I am not for, in most cases, giving more money to any government on earth. But in the case of police officers, I think it you do need a level of education and training comparable to like a lawyer or a doctor. You need a salary that is akin to that. I, I agree, and I'd I be willing to pay for it. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, because maybe then they'll just stop shooting unarmed people. Did you have long yeah. hair at this time? No, I did not. Oh. I had short hair with a nice little quaff in the front. Oh, so you were a nice-looking gentleman? Yeah, it was like the me. Joey Neutron look. Good thing you did. Joey Neutron. Mm. <laughs> but we got to hit this break. I don't know even how we even got on Joey this. Neutron. I just like telling that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, we'll be right back. I'm just so excited for this weekend. WrestleMania. I've got a story here, though, out of uh, England. It's odd, though. You talk about freaky, Seth. This is a freaky, weird story. Okay. We're going to get into it after the break. Joey Clark. This song, Brandon. So I like this song. So, the matches I'm looking forward to most this weekend. Tonight, I'm looking forward to Johnny Gargano against Adam Cole, baby. And then Velveteen Dream, who I mentioned earlier, against Matt Riddle, bro. <laughs> Matt Riddle is probably the next big star. That guy's hilarious, man. Okay, okay. He does this, like, stoner kind of gimmick, Mm. like MMA stoner gimmick, and I don't know how much of a gimmick it is. (laughs) Like, I listened to some interview. He's like, yeah, man, I was just, like, staying on my my parents' couch, like, after some MMA tournaments, like a like a great stallion at rest and like bro like (laughs) he's so but he's amazing in ring all these guys have like and that was weird in ring 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 exactly um but then at wrestlemania official i'm really looking forward to the women's match and i saw fox news covering this it is his history it's the first time women have ever main or been the main event headlined wrestlemania Who, who is charlotte wrestling Charlotte Flair is facing Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Flair's coming in as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Ronda Rousey, for months, has been the Raw Women's Champion. And then the man, Becky Lynch. Did you see where she got pissed off when ESPN referred to her as the daughter of Ric Flair? Yes. <laughs> He's like, no, not no, but hell no. I right. am Charlotte Flair. Right. And is that, that not so Ric Flair? Though? Well, and here's, the, here's the cool thing. Is anytime you get these, like, first, especially... Like, oh, the first you know, black person, the first Hispanic person, the first woman, like, you know, the historically marginalized and now getting theirs and finding success. There is sometimes the conversation of, like, did that person earn it? Or, or was it just a result of the last name? Or or is it like, did people go, well, those people have been marginalized. Let's give them a shot in this regard. And th- what's happening here? Is it's sort of the the reverse, the unintended consequence of affirmative action at times. Somewhat. Right. So, in this case, though, that is not at all even in question. Like, their story, Charlotte, Becky, and Rhonda, has been the best story on WWE television. Well, you have to figure this. That's just like when The Rock came in, everybody questioned the fact that, oh, because his grandfather and his father... Is that why he got over? But that just made him have to work that much harder. Right. 
and show everybody, like, oh, he's a pretty good athlete, well, too. And then they've been doing some really cool subtext. Other match I'm really looking forward to. And it happened organically because the crowd got so behind him. Kofi Kingston. People are chanting Kofi Mania. Yeah. Kofi's been in the WWE for 11 years. He's never God, had a title like shot. Yesterday. And he did a gauntlet match a couple months ago, and the crowd just ate it up so much. He performed so incredibly. They're like, put him in the match against the new Daniel Bryan, which, by the way, is probably my new favorite character. <laughs> He's such a good heel. He's the planet's champion. He changed the classic leather belt to hemp and wood and like <laughs> ivory and pearl and like and he's like, let me tell you ignorant parasite something about life. Like he just talks down to people. Well, it's well, so well, good. You know what? If you if you remember uh, the nineties era. Uh, when when Triple H used to come out, because back then he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he would talk to the crowd. Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, I w- I'm gonna explain it to you, backwoods, ignorant. <laughs> right. You know, son of a sums. You know, you should be be grateful to be in my presence, and you know that was his whole character and, at the and time. You've, and you've always had that because you go back to the '80s. You had the Iranian sheep. Because, oh I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody hated Iran. They had right. kidnapped our people. And then you've got one of the best wrestlers is the Iranian shit. Well, you want to know the... And then you've got the Russians. Uh, you want to know the biggest... tag team. Right. I know what you're talking deal about. Deal that was Nikolai Volkov yes, and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody else. But that stuff doesn't really play as much anymore. Like, okay, you no. got the big, scary Russian... That, we're not in the Cold War anymore. These sort of things. But I, you want to talk about cheap heat based on nationality and, like, actual animus between countries... Not so long ago, and there was some flack they got for it. The WWE did, like, Crown Jewel of the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Did both of those in Saudi Arabia. And there's flack because the journalist Khashoggi had just been killed. How are you going to go and put on this event and make a billion dollars over ten years when they're killing journalists in Saudi Arabia? And they're like, well... I mean, they've been killing people for a while. The reason we're doing this is to try to reach people. And it is incredibly cool to see people from Saudi Arabia, kids in particular, not the royals right up next to the ring, but the kids in the the bigger, the cheap seats, knowing all the chance American kids know. Like, that's a moment that I love, where it's a, it's a silly, absurd entertainment product. But to see people of such a different culture and place tie into it and love it a lot... And embrace is, it as we did. It's incredible. But then there was this moment they did where they brought out some Saudi trainees that the WWE had signed to be trainees. Uh-huh. Like, okay, you get to work with us in our camps and whatnot. And they brought them out and introduced them to the crowd, and everybody's cheering. And then they had two Iranian wrestlers come out and i have never heard boos and jaunts as loud as that moment it was unreal like that was some visceral hatred man like (laughs) it was unreal and for them to play (laughs) yeah and you know some people be like oh that's cheap you're playing on the the prejudice and bigotries of the different countries mutual hatred but it's also it's simulated warfare. It's kind of like, okay, let them, like, body slam them in the ring instead of throwing missiles at each other. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't even 10 years ago that the great Khalid was, like, the big bad wrestler in town, you know, that right. needed to be taken down by the great hip-hop slash American John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Cena. He was in Bumblebee. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> he, he, he was the he was the general or Here's something like that. Here's me putting my little take into this because I don't do sports or nor wrestling. <laughs> so unless we're talking about the Simpsons or metal, I suck. <laughs> right. Well, and Batista's back this WrestleMania to face Triple H. I, yeah, I, I guess since uh, the Marvel thing right. is kind of coming to an end, he's like, "Well, it's time to get back in." Well, the no, ring. it's one last match, then it's for it's no holds bar for Triple H's career. So, of course, Triple H is going to win. Is he Um, like a CEO or something? Yeah, the CEO. He's like chief operating officer. He really is running the business in many ways. Yeah, the advantages of being married to the boss's daughter. But I digress. I promised a freaky story. Oh, yes. This is out of England. A British man who identifies as a dog. Oh, I don't know. Not a mall, not half man, half dog. No. A British man who identifies as a dog claims he has never felt like a human. 
Wolf. So is he his own best friend? <laughs> no, he's not a mog. He is straight up dog. Straight up dog. Straight okay. up dog. You know, we had the mog story last Friday where the guy like ate somebody's face. Ooh. Okay, yeah. And but this guy, he's not quite as bad as that. That was really free. But his name is Kaz James. Kaz spelled K A Z. Kaz James, put your shirt on. I'm fuzzy. I don't want to see your chest hair. Wolf. <laughs> Kaz James wears a fur dog suit, and he eats from a dog bowl. He often barks at, licks, and even bites his friends. I didn't ever feel like a human. I always felt like a dog that was really out of place. I was known by my friends for saying hello to them by grabbing hold of the collar of their shirt in my teeth (laughs) and biting or licking them. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. You taste I'll like let you have that one. <laughs> and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you hearing him? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Is right. But biting their collar with my teeth or licking them, very canine type behaviors. It was always how I was. The 37-year-old from Salford, Greater Manchester, who works as a store manager, describes himself as a, quote, full-time orange, brown, and camo canine. And virgin. You're not a dog until you can (laughs) lick yourself. Don't even get me. I don't. Want, I don't. Let's stop spreading those rumors that were around Marilyn Manson for years. I don't want to hear about that. Oh, I didn't even go there. I, I didn't don't want to hear about that. Oh, the rib. But does it count? Because I know some girls that think they're cats. <laughs> but it wasn't until his late teens that he found out there were others like him. <gasps> this is what the internet has done, folks. <laughs> it's like this guy would have been forever. Like, yeah, that's the dog man. He's our town freak. He's he's kind of harmless. He'll bite you occasionally, but he's he's got a good soft. Lick your neck. He's, he's got allergic a, he, to razors. He's got a good soft bite, you know. Don't don't worry about he's it. Don't gummy. let him let him sniff kids. you, and it's, it'll be fine. <laughs> it said it wasn't until his late teens he Joe didn't Biden. find others that were like him. I never really had a name for it. Being a pup wasn't a thing I knew about. When I met other people like me, I felt like I could be myself. I mean, who doesn't feel that way sometimes? I first the first time I heard me, the term, <laughs> I've never felt that way no, ever at all. Life. No, have you never felt like, oh, I finally found some people I have something in common with? And yes, I can, but it like has Auburn basketball to do with licking necks and biting people and thinking I'm a dog. The first time I heard I'm okay the with term, the first two, not a dog part. The first time I heard the term of being a pup was through a pup I met online. He was the first person I met who was like me. Through him, I knew other pups. And learned a whole new language of this other world that I didn't know about with a whole bunch of other people who were like me. Now James belongs to an online pup play community. Wow. Which has helped him with his transition from a part-time pooch to a confident canine. Woo! Woo! It was a liberating moment knowing that there were other people like me. Okay, we get it, Kaz. You you felt weird for so long. So 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 this is my thing because I'm I'm pretty sure that this guy's a virgin. Will he finally meet a pup girl? Yeah, probably will. And unfortunately, you know, if look, girls look say they're cats, then it's cute. But if a guy says he's a dog, it's creepy. No, I think it's creepy either way. Uh, like guy or guy. Oh wow! Oh, I'm saying this. Right. No. Yeah, I'm pulling up photos for the gentleman. Here. I'm no. thinking like I'm thinking um uh, uh spaceballs. No. John Candy. No. Yeah, not wait, no. that doesn't look like just wait. good wholesome fun, does it? No. Wow. No. That is not. I'm a dog. That's, no, a, that's I'm a dog. Uh, likes to be spanked. Th- that looks sick. S and M anyone? Look at that one eye. Oh. James Pricey fur dog suit set him back about twenty two hundred dollars. That's what I was thinking. You, you can't like, get that on the uh, Mobile Highway over there. He's also <laughs> the oh, can if you look hard He's enough. also the author of the book How to Train a Human Pup. When did he realize he was a pup? Well, this is so fascinating, folks. This is not fascinating. As a young child, James said he knew he was different from others. I realized that my behaviors were quite dog-like in childhood, probably from the age of six. No one ever talked about it. It was never mentioned. They called it catch. He called it fetch. Wait, so he goes up and bites somebody's collar and licks them, and nobody ever mentioned that, hey, Cass, that's a little weird, dude. But but, 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 you, know, but you know what? Most, most of his fr- friends are probably okay 
with him getting in the box. That's a little that much one's right weird there. Right there. God, they should not no. have gotten him that spike collar at six. No. no. Wow. After his parents retired, the family moved to a farm. Oh, look, he's on his back. The story just keeps getting better. <laughs> and here I said it earlier, but this is a quote from him. It wasn't until the internet arrived in our house of that course. I started chatting to people online, mostly through groups and message boards. He feared telling people about his feeling because they might think he was crazy. I was worried that if I ever spoke uh, to anyone about it, they would be like, you're a nut job. <laughs> But after meeting other pups, he found out his feelings weren't as uncommon as he thought. Well, they're still pretty uncommon. I've never seen him speechless. People would think he is crazy. You know why? Because he's mentally insane. Possibly. I suppose. No, possibly. no, no, no. Schizophrenic? Hold on. Schizophrenic? What do you mean, possibly no, no. insane? Well, what, wait a minute. You want me to explain it? You think well, you are a dog. What, wait a minute. You want me to explain it? And you're it? talking and giving an interview saying... Well, now Doesn't I'm a dog. Just make you want what is one thing belly? dogs can't do? They can't Ooh. talk. Yeah, that, that's the true. interview should be woof, 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 woof. Wait, hold on. Bow wow. Hold woof, on. Woof, he, woof. he co-founded a group called Kennel Club, club with a K, a human pups meetup for play dates. My whole lifestyle is. I told you. My whole lifestyle is about being a pup. For me, it's an everything. I go about and live my day-to-day life relatively normally. That includes things like putting collars on and barking at people I know on the street. If I see pups out in the village, I will bark at them. I get funny reactions from passerby all the time. Well, no kidding, man. Well, well, this is this is the thing. The reason I said that because if if he has money, he's not crazy. He's eccentric. Well, and he says at work he dresses down. See? So he, he'll wear like he a... wear the collar? He no, he'll wear, chest. he'll wear a t-shirt that says pup on the front. And and, I, and then the second thing I told you, I told you what this was about. His, uh... The yeah, kennel club. Right. His pup wardrobe consists of dog suits, dog masks, leashes, harnesses, and other pup items. Mm. You can't smuggle in just other pup items. You can't say... What are these other pup items? Harnesses do <laughs> not... I mean, a collar is one thing, ball? but a harness? Yeah, a Kong ball with a strap. He says he feels this... <laughs> no, and you know me, live and let live, he feels a sense of peace being a human pup. But look at that picture right there. Doesn't that just make you want to put your foot on his stomach and just go... Ah, no, it makes me want to... Or go, kick him. What makes me want to walk away. <laughs> like, you do you, man. <laughs> You it's, do you. It's your world. I just live in it. It's a dog suit. It's a dog. <laughs> it's a doggy dog world. Dog eat dog. Oh, wow. It's a Ruff. doggy dog. Okay, world. they made a documentary. We thought it was big before, but after the documentary came out, it was called "Secret Life of Human Pups." It became insanely big. It became a whole new other monster, as he puts it. And he encourages others to try out being a pup. It's a new. It's a new movement now. Thank you, thank you, Internet. As if we didn't need anything else. That was a little not the weird I was thinking you were going to go with, but way to go. No, seriously, we've. This is a continuing theme. Technology. I, I, I did. I and the Internet is leading to all sorts of new weird things. Oh, I didn't man, know that crazy. it had narrowed down this far. Because I mean, I've heard of furries, right. people that just dress up and they will like. For a weekend, go. I saw this on NCIS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at him. That photo doesn't look as creepy. He's just at his dog fur costume watching TV. But I didn't know that it had narrowed down to the point that you could be a pup. Yeah. Or, I guess, a, a kit. It's the evolution of a furry. I suppose. Oh, it's what a furry oh, has no. become. Oh, no. And it's, no. it's like an S&M furry. That's oh. so odd. Is he drinking? Yeah. And got cigarettes. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, man. This is like a, wow. this is like oh. a bad Warner Brothers Thanks, uh, cartoon. Joey. I guarantee. I'll, I'll never sleep the same I ain't again. Even say it. Now I'm going to go watch people pretend to beat each other up this weekend. Isn't it? I'm not weird. I'm going to go hang out. No, it is. Rowena. Yeah. Apparently, no, really. yeah, you get to see Wayne. I didn't know that, and so does Joey because he's coming as well. Uh-oh. He doesn't even know he's coming. He's not going anywhere. Oh yeah, he's, he's got a leash, and it's what are you trying to get to me house. into? I ain't none of your business, dude. Come on, I'll tell you after the show. Don't be I fun. already have plans. I'm watching NXT Takeover yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got plans? Long. You can watch that. Yeah, after. I know you got it DVR. 
please, for the love of God, hang out. I have people waiting on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm right here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Lots of folks. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. They, hey, man, the party's not. The party ain't a party without freaking Eeyore. Oh boy, looks like you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, folks. I'm not going anywhere. I have my. I got your harness this weekend. <laughs> it just what a weird story. I saw that and was like, I have to talk about this. That it's is so crazy. odd. That I have to talk about it. Oh, it's it's like something you would see on late night HBO TV on Real Sex. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God. It looks like one of those It's stories. weird. It should have showed up in the back of a it's cab. It's very weird. Let's see who's been waiting for so long. News talk here on there. Who's this? Hey, it's Bo Holt. Hey, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> O'Doyle rules. So do you hey, have O'Doyle, your harness on? I just, I now, I now, uh, God, it's almost out of time. I wanted to tell you a story about the police pointing the gun at me. Um. I'll try to make it quick. Very quick. Back when, 1996, I was 15. My best friend was 16. We were in his RX-7. We were going down Woodley Road past Huntington, doing like 3 million miles an hour. We passed the, headed towards like Bud. The cop was going the other way. Lights came on. So we were like, well, we can outrun them because we were already seriously doing like 90 miles an hour. Thought we could, you know, just run through the neighborhood. No, they called us. So... Long story short, they asked my, my buddy, my best friend, to get out of his car. This is a RX-7 two-seater. I was in the hatchback. Uh-oh. My friend was in the front the front seat, and my other buddy was, was driving. He reached under the seat to get his shoes, and, of course, the cop thought, mm-hmm. uh, you know. The worst. So the, yes. So it was just like on TV, the, the guy at the door, you know, drew his gun, and then I'm sitting there looking out the back of the hatchback, he opened the, the door to his cruiser, head behind it, and pointed his gun at me. I'm all of 15 years old, and there was like this, you know, five-second standoff before they figured out we were just a bunch of stupid kids just hauling ass everywhere. Man, man. That is well, I'm crazy. glad Luckily, you survived it. Exactly. Our biggest fear was that, my God, they're going to call our parents. They're going to call our parents. They sent us on our way and told us they didn't want to see us again. But later that night, we blew a tire and were walking home and saw the same cops again. <laughs> and they just looked at us and just stared us down. And well, that's, that's the bridged version I can give. I appreciate you sharing that. I got to go, Bo. I got pulled over walking down the street because I had a different color hair. Well, wow. that's your fault for doing that to your head. Now, the show is brought to you by <laughs> Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. If you're looking for a real estate agent who can help you buy or sell your home, maybe a pontoon boat tour on the lake to go see lakeside properties, he sent me a photo from his own property earlier today, Eddie Bader did. Give him a call, 322-0662. 322-0662. You will, be not, you will not be disappointed by Eddie Bader. The guy really knows what he's doing, has learned by doing, changed his own life, helped others change theirs. So give him a call, 322-0662.